0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I am Lee. And I'm Will. And Will is very... uh, He he just slept all weekend, so he's very, (laughs) like, (laughs) overslept. It is going to be very interesting. (laughs) Anyway. um, So... Here we are, we're discussing the fourth episode of Loki. This one is called The Nexus Event. I don't think um, this
1: episode should be called The Nexus Event. I think this episode should have been called The Narcissist. <laughs> this,
0: yeah, I, I agree. The, 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 it's <laughs> you know, just... I mean, because The Nexus Event was what happened in the last episode, but the whole point is uh, they're trying to find out why... The you know what the nexus event was. You know, well, if what, the what nexus created
1: this, if 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 the nexus event is just you falling in love with essentially yourself, I guess, but that's <laughs> not. I, I don't. It's very odd. I don't see how that could be considered a nexus event, especially like we already established this whole thing about being inside of an apocalypse and you're really not changing anything because everybody's gonna die anyway. And then all of a sudden, oh, here's 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 a MacGuffin. Here's here's a way to change this. You just fall in love with yourself and everything's everything's fine <laughs> and dandy. That's that's why I say it shouldn't really be called the nexus event. It should just be called the narcissist or narcissistic yep. tendencies or something along those lines. This, it was yeah. very. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're 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 heading in that direction right now. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and say this right now. I guess I was uh, I guess I was wrong in my assumption about this all kind of being <laughs> kind of a uh, a thing, an, an illusion um, created to just mm-hmm. trick Loki. But I was right in not trusting the TVA for a single second. I I will pat myself oh, right. on the back mm-hmm. for that one. Um, right, the whole. <sighs> Let's just let's just get into something else here. The whole thing about you know the the timekeepers being a bunch of androids is really oh my god. It's it's
0: I'm sorry. It's so stupid. Uh, it was it's so it was... it's so stupid to so, do that. I you remember me saying in the beginning when we first discussed the show? I'm like it's it's very much going to be a Wizard of Oz, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain type thing, um, which is exactly what happened here. And I'm I'm looking at it saying I've. It, it, it was too obvious you know when, as soon as they walked into the room and you heard them speak i'm like those voices aren't coming from them what is no, this absolutely. Cheese.
1: You're, you're you're no 100% correct but to be so on the nose of have it be like right. a direct rip off from wizard of oz and then just like up oh, off with mm-hmm. his head and it's an android it's so dumb right it's right. so i mm-hmm. i'm sorry i do not like that at all it's so stupid
0: it's so so, so stupid
1: so Okay, I'm... so
0: many things happened in this episode, and I and I went back and forth on how I felt. So, of course, when we spoke last week, you had the theory that all of the stuff that was going on in Lamentis was just in Loki's head because she was trying to enchant him and get information and blah blah blah, whatever, right? Well, you Great get that theory, y- not what happened, not what happened <laughs> at all, not what happened no. at all,
1: and I'm fine. I'm fine with being wrong i i have no problem with that i would rather be wrong than right because it keeps the show interesting and i'm not you know correctly mm-hmm. guessing everything like things that are very on the head um not trusting mm-hmm. the tva don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain wizard of Oz type thing like those are all super obvious things that you know you're just mm-hmm. you're you're gonna come to understand but right three androids <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It just oh i know
0: it's okay mindless androids
1: mindless little legit mindless androids would just it, mm-hmm. it begs the question even more of what exactly is going on here like is this just right. a misdirection is there actually like uh, is there actually like a, a reason behind them being androids is there actually going to be like you know this this all knowing being that 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 created this thing that we're going to you know come to find out later on, you know, when the last couple of episodes of whatever this thing is. Um this this um this lead agent, what's her name? Um uh Ravona Renslayer. Yeah, thank you very much. So, I did a little research on her and it turns out in the comics she is Kang's woman. So, I, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if that's going to play any part. I mean, Kang is going to be, you know, the the villain in um in that stupid this stupid name for whatever ant-man is going to be quantum mania or whatever that's <laughs> going to be like yeah uh-huh. okay so that's gonna be a thing moving forward and i was kind of looking forward to that i thought that that was kind of going to be what was going on here i didn't want to say anything because it's like it's you know spoiler territory and maybe people don't know anything about that but right now i'm at the
0: point where i really don't care so th- you know what i have a theory it just hit me right now and i'm very happy that it did okay do you know who's running the tva Casey I'm... Casey <laughs> <laughs>
1: Casey the guy who doesn't know Casey. what a fish is is in charge of everything yeah. that's <laughs>
0: yes yes I'm just saying I haven't seen Casey in a couple episodes and I'm like where's Casey been he's hmm. in the re- he's
1: in he's in the research lab you know trying to figure out what fish is he's like you know okay. all yeah. and I was just like you know very consumed by by see life, you know? Yeah. That's his and, thing now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, Moving on. Now, this this episode, um, I was very back and forth with this episode, personally. Um, certain things about it I loved. Certain things about it I'm just like, um, we'll see what they do with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how I was with the lamentus episode. So, episode three was very much a stinker episode because... All they did was establish some kind of relationship between him and Sylvie. Eh, they could have done some more with it, you know. They could have made the episode a little bit more meaty. I'll it was say. a lull. It the was. I won't say.
1: It, I'm not going to say yeah. it was a stinker of an episode. I'm going to say it was a lull. And the reason why right, right. the reason why that can be considered, you know, kind of a downer episode is because there are only six episodes in this in this season.
0: Right. There exactly. are only six exactly.
1: episodes. I don't think. I don't want to see lull episodes when there is such a small, you know, number of. Mm, there's only mm-hmm. so much time that we can deal with here. Like you really don't yeah, have time it's, it's, to it's be like, <laughs> here's, here's nothing. Here's a bunch of nothing, mm-hmm. and here's just a, these two characters, and they're on this, no, no rhyme or reason journey, just to establish a, a relationship. And it's funny that you even say that because on. <laughs> on Sylvie's part, I don't feel like that's there. I feel like this is all Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's right. still like, I have a mission, and I'm going forward with it. And you even get that in this episode, like, at the end there, where he's, like, trying to, like, like explain what? how what he feels. Doing? She's like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? What What is happening here? She, what are you doing? She's, like, not on board with anything at all. You know, and it's... Right it's hysterical. It's absolutely hysterical. It's like when we were talking about the fifth element and you have that whole force relationship between (laughs) those two (laughs) characters and Leilu is just like, I I want none of this. I just want to do my mission and and, and be done. And then all of a sudden at the end, it's like, Oh, yay. Love. It's like, wait, no, this, this, this wasn't established (laughs) at all. I don't think they're going to go that far.
0: No, neither Um, do I, but but, it's just, it's funny. But (laughs) so, I definitely want to get into some details here. So let's just kind of get through, you know, the preliminaries here. So it's the whole episode itself starts off where you see Sylvie is a kid on Asgard playing with little toy boats or whatever. And they just come and Renslayer is the hunter, you know, coming to actually get her. She's the lead. She's kind of the, the B-15 of, of her day, you know. Sure. Goes ahead, picks up Sylvie, says you're being arrested, you know, for crimes against the Sacred Timeline, blah, blah, blah. And then they you know, shows her go through the whole process that Loki went through, standing here, going through get the the aura, temporal aura thing, everything, right? The guy much sitting much more there menacing. Saying, sign everything you've ever said. Oh yeah. Much oh, more yeah. menacing much much than, more than when because... Loki when
1: Loki went through it, it was kind of comedic and it was very lighthearted. Right this time around, because it's a kid and you got the music playing in the background, much more menacing than the first time around we went through this. So it definitely painted well, yeah, the T V A in a very different light, which I appreciated. This side right. I did like.
0: Right. Yeah. So we get that, and you see this this whole thing. Um, now the weird thing is, they go into a room where they're having like the hearing. You know, back where where she first, or yeah, where we first see Ravona. Mm. Um, there's some other guy there, and Ravona's you know the hunter. So she's standing there about to like bring her up, and Sylvie steals the temp pad and leaves. I'm sorry, but Ravona just stands there and watches her. <laughs> yeah. Did she like nail her foot to the floor or something, and she was stuck because she just stood there and watched Sylvie. There was like, it, it seemed, like I know this is exaggeration, seemed like a good 15 seconds of her just being like, I'm going to leave now, ha-ha, watch me go. I mean, 15's a long time, so it's that's excessive. But it was even five seconds. If somebody escapes and takes your temp pad, you go get them. You don't just sit there and go, oh, they're going to leave. So I thought that was stupid. But I, then we you, realize it's all a flashback in Renslayer's head as she's going up the elevator, right? Right. It's... <sighs> she- <clears throat>
1: So they I go know. up there. I know.
0: <laughs> she she goes up to go speak with the timekeepers. So once Dana's fridge from Ghostbusters opens up, she walks into it. And there's Zool and his buddies. <laughs> there's Zool. There's, there's Vince Clortho and Gozer. All three okay. of them hanging out right there. I mean, come on. This looked dir- like directly out of Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> I can't argue. So, You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was,
0: oh, it was like, it just felt like the colors, like the blue and the red, very much just like, it just felt old school. I love it. I love, I love the fact that they did that. It was kind of a throwback. And it was probably what they were going for. The in, aesthetic in is cool. The aesthetic is really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was just, it was like, okay, y- 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 you ripped it off. And I think somebody in the episode should have made a comment, you know, like, like, uh. What's his face? You know, somebody says, oh, it looks like, you know, Zool's, you know, fr- refrigerator or something goofy, you know, like make a Ghostbusters thing. So we know that it was a nod, you know. Right. Um, when, when they don't do it, I'm just like, yeah, you just ripped him off. And, you know, we're not to think anything otherwise. Anyway. So, again, she goes up there, has a conversation, comes back out and she's like, oh, they're so angry, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out that C twenty, the hunter that she enchanted later on or earlier, the one who was in the the margarita bar and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. she's dead. What? She's dead. She's dead. Why is she dead? Okay, (laughs) so so Renslayer's talking about um, basically, oh well, Sylvie or not Sylvie. We we know her as Sylvie, but um the variant scrambled her mind, you know, and um and but you know, and the reality is her mind was already scrambled by the TVA. Because we already know at this point that all the people at the TVA variants, well, at least mo- most of them, one the ones who are oblivious, you know, I'd say re- maybe Renslayer doesn't know what she is and doesn't care, or maybe she is something beyond that, just because she's so connected. So I, don't I know. think I don't know how I'm, much I'm, she I'm actually knows. I'm completely,
1: I'm completely at at on odds with you on that. Renslayer definitely knows a lot more than than meets the eye, you know. If the, mm-hmm. I mean. Just the just the way that she acted towards the end of this episode, like how okay, I'm getting way ahead of myself because this is just one more thing. <laughs> like when they're on the right. elevator, right, and she has Loki and Sylvie, and they're they're going to see the timekeepers. Like it, she gets way over the top, villain with the smile and the way that her voice changes and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like it's so telegraphed this is this is it <laughs> like this is this is the oh, villain yeah. that with that this is this is it and it's so on the nose wow yeah it was just that's yeah. just this one more thing like one little thing about this episode i I, I didn't I thought it was so dumb <laughs> like I, I'm not yeah. I, I I can't believe I'm saying yeah. that. Because so far this this show has been amazing, and then you get to and there are great things about this episode. Don't get me wrong, but there's just mm-hmm. those little things, those little details, just suck me right out of it. Like, wow, this is so. She all of a sudden just turned into your atypical, you know, mustache twirling villain here at the. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the direction <laughs> we're going. This is what's ha- okay. Right. So yeah, she's so, uh she's definitely the big bad.
0: Yeah. So so we get here and this is the fun part. I guess I guess I got it backwards. We 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 start off at the end of what where they were before. We didn't see them actually end. So now we're seeing how the Nexus event was created. So I guess this episode would be the Nexus event just because it does happen. But yes, the narcissist event, whatever. The <laughs> exactly. narcissistic Nexus. I don't the know. Narcissistic um, <laughs> the narcissistic Nexus. The Nexusistic narcissist. <laughs> okay, so Sloki and Sylvie share a moment. It, For lack it, of a better term, and
1: <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going on this because it's still there's another question that that begs. Okay, so these two they're sitting on this planet and it's getting ready to be just engulfed. Well, they're sitting on a moon that's getting ready to be impacted by a planet and everything's gonna be destroyed, uh-huh. right? Like everything is about to die. What? Nothing they really what? do matters, and they have this mm. narcissistic moment, and that creates the nexus event. And still, <laughs> no. I'm gonna harp on this until I get an answer they didn't care about what Wanda did like the like the timekeepers didn't care about what Wanda did even though that was that was narcissistic too what she was doing like that was completely selfish and then you get to right, hear but... and they're literally within an apocalypse where nothing they do matters and they show up to to stop everything but
0: still like you you didn't care about anything Wanda did like what i think we're going to find out why we we're gonna know more. We still have two more episodes. Oh, I wish it was like five. Exactly. I wish have it was two a long more episodes too. and and they're gonna get into it. I mean, I think this episode had a lot. This episode, um, the amount of stuff that was in it made up for Lamentus. More think. questions. Like everything that should have been more yeah. questions what? than answers, though. More questions than answers. But again, I mean, that's where it all comes down to. Just like just like WandaVision was, where there were so many questions. We didn't have questions with, uh, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but WandaVision, up until the very end, we are like, what's going on? What is actually happening? What is the deal here, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what they're doing again here. And it's a great balance of this feels like a Marvel movie, and, you know, this feels like a show, you know, that's that's keeping us on our toes. You know, so... I think you mentioned it last week. The Falcon and Winter Soldier was very much could have just been a movie. It didn't have to be a series. This is no. the way they're doing it and they're and they're like really tugging us along just like they did with WandaVision. Amazing that it's a show because there's so many cliffhangers. What's going to happen? How are we going to do this? Completely and, agree. And Marvel Marvel has done such a great job with with these. You know, and our our job, you and I, which we're not paid for, I mean, not yet, um is to basically just rip things apart no matter how much we feel about it. So I I'm not going to say that I I dislike anything that Marvel's been doing, um, because I think they've been doing a great job. But while I'm here, if I'm going to rip things apart, I'm going to. So, good job, everybody. Kevin Feige, you're still the man. Um, but there are definitely some things in here that right now we're upset about. But... I'm sure by the end we'll we'll have a, we'll give you we'll give you a pass.
1: I'm not no 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not upset. I'm not upset for not knowing what the motives are. I'm not upset that they didn't care about what Wanda did. I'm just I'm upset that that's even a question. I'm upset that you know, I know. It, it, it's I know. it's just one of those things. Like if you, it, it, I'm not saying that it's an oversight. I absolutely believe that eventually we'll get an answer to that. It's just. Mm-hmm. What what exactly are the motives here? So now we, we're, we're looking at the whole TVA. We know that in some ways it's a complete farce or we just don't have all the information that we need. We know that... right? But then again, it's like what Wanda did was so much more impactful on the world as a whole and, and can be considered more of a nexus event than just two people having a moment on a planet that's about to be destroyed. So it's, I agree. it's, it's very much what is going on here. Or is it just a thing where... And then you have to ask the whole thing, well, is is are these two variant Lokis, or Loki and Sylvie, is, is what they're getting ready to do more powerful and potentially damaging to the TVA or to the timekeepers or the, to the timeline? Is that more dangerous than Wanda? Because if that's the case, Maybe. then that's a whole new line of questioning that we have to go down that we, we really don't have time for right now. But it's just, uh, that's, yeah. I mean... And we've been trained yeah. to do this. Like, we've been we've been taught to do this from the beginning. Like, we go through the right. entirety of the MCU and how, like, everything that we saw leading up to Endgame mattered in such a big, big right. way. So we're trained right. to look at the MCU that way. And I'm going to carry <laughs> that over exactly. into this next phase. Even though this is not the Infinity Saga, it's still the mm-hmm. MCU. And I'm still like, okay... All of this, all of these little small plot details, they matter. They're going to come back later. And it's, it's just, you know, right. I'm, I feel like I'm asking the right questions. I don't feel like I'm speaking out of term at all.
0: No, 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 no. But, but I think, I think the funny thing is, so you and I, um, and you've said this many times, you don't like being spoon fed. You don't want, you don't want everything written out for you. you no, know, in not at all. You, you, you referred, I'll, I'll never forget, you referred, um, you talked about the movie Interstellar, and you said um, Interstellar is a, is a good f- film. It's a good film because Chris Nolan did it, but I feel like he took too many pages of Steven Spielberg's book. Yes. Because it was very spoon-fed. Yes. And I'm like, huh. So I get it because, yeah, it was very—like, they did over-explain everything. But then you have a movie like Tenet that we watch, and we're like— What (laughs) that (laughs) that, that was that was different though, that
1: was different though, because I feel like Tennant was Nolan's response to the backlash of Interstellar being too spoon fed, and he just went the complete opposite direction and said, I'm going to explain (laughs) nothing, and all of you people love this movie, you're gonna watch it 10, 20 times, and then you're
0: finally gonna figure out what I was trying to do. That right, and some of the best cult movies, cult classics, are based on that. You know, so for example, we've talked about this already, Blade Runner. there are there are so many theories about Blade Runner and people like this version, that version, the other version. When you can make maybe not so much controversy, but just questions about what the reality is, you just made a timeless film that's going to be spoken about for years. Absolutely. So, so for us, my, my point is not getting too far off subject. The point is, we have been uh, we have been questioning. And always saying, "What about this? What about this? with movies for as long as we've known each other. So 30 years almost. Just right? about yeah. And <laughs> And with that, when we watch something, we don't really know what we're getting into. So something either, like so far, I think you and I have had our share of surprises with what the MCU has been doing.. Um, in, in the shows I mean the movies were kind of like Yeah that's cool That's great Oh my god this happened But the shows have been Much more of a mystery What's happening Let's figure out What's going on here Yeah So for us I think We're so trained And so conditioned At this point That we've done it ourselves To um, To be Expecting the unexpected But I feel like sometimes You and I expect The un- the, the most unexpected <laughs> So We might be confusing Ourselves more than if we just shut up and watch the show, <laughs> you know, because we're, we're looking so much into it. And I feel like I feel like Feige and, you know, all of these people who are directing and, and, you know, creating these shows, they they're looking at it and saying, well, we can't make it too obvious, but we can't make it too difficult because the people who are expecting it to be too difficult are not going to expect it to be not so difficult. Does that make sense? I think the fact that we've been sitting here for 20 minutes talking about almost everything
1: <laughs> except for the plot points of this episode is a testament to how good this television
0: show is. That's my point. That's my entire point. So we're we're discussing this because we like personally I'm watching it and saying I don't want to make guesses anymore about these shows because I feel like I'm I'm either getting my hopes up like we did with the lamentus like being all all in their head. Um but then it's like, well, okay, but they went this way, which I don't know how I feel about. That's that. the point, a cheap, though. Cheap, but that cheap. That's the out? point.
1: That's the point in talking about any television show. I mean, mm-hmm. if you and I just sat here and we went through the plot points and didn't have any kind of opinions or speculations or or you know, whatever, it's not going right. to be very interesting to listen to. <laughs> it's going to be oh, like, of course, of course. Okay, this is yeah, skip. Like I, I, yeah. I don't know.
0: I just my my thing is I think sometimes we overthink it. And then when we realize we overthink it, we underthink it. <laughs> you know, we're we, we we're very black and white thinkers, if you will. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, sure. Um, yeah. But that's my point is like sometimes we we can go to extremes. You know, like this is going to be crazy. And we watch it and we're like, oh, it was pretty straightforward. All right. So that happened. You know, there were episodes of, of Falcon and Winter Soldier where I was kind of like, yeah, I really – I'm kind of done talking about this, this, well, this Falcon about because this Falcon, <laughs> okay, Falcon
1: and Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier is very you know easy. That th- there was nothing of, of of substance to really chew on with that show, not like WandaVision and not like this. I feel like with WandaVision, the jury is still out. I, I because there was a lot that happened on that show that really wasn't answered. I don't believe for a second that they went out and got um. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm blanking on his name, and I'm usually so good with his name. Um, Evan Peters. I don't. Th- they did not go oh. out and get Evan Peters just to play some nothing throwaway role. That that that's not what mm-hmm. happened. I don't believe that for a right. second. I don't believe that you know the the tease of whoever you know the aerospace engineer was was just somebody showing up saying, Yeah, sure, here you go. I still I do think the jury's still out on a lot of that. That we'll right. we'll get the answers to all of those questions later. So I don't think we overthought that at all. Um, this here, mm-hmm. when it comes to you know Lamentus and it all being inside of Loki's head and it's just an enchantment, fine. I'll 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 admit that here I I was I was way off. But still, you have really good questions about what's going on here, and and even more so now with the TVA and what's really going on and man behind the curtain and and that whole thing. So I I. I I think it's still good to to ask questions and make guesses.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying it's not. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Not at all.
1: Not at all. Anyways.
0: My my question is the reason why I think you and I spend 20 minutes discussing this type of thing (laughs) thing is because we think too much. (laughs) Sometimes we overthink and it's just like, oh, that was it? Huh. Isn't that why well, we decided
1: to do a podcast in the first
0: place? Because we think too exactly. much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like that's that's the whole. Now point. people can have an idea of what it's like to to be like us, and just be like, it, it, it just never stops. it no, never it doesn't stops. Stop. It never stops. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> okay, so Loki and Sylvia are sharing a moment. right? the and she she talks about like. The reason why she was created, I thought it was really—it was a great explanation here, you know, because these timekeepers or whatever it is that's actually keeping time, the sacred timeline that they want, um, are going against. Uh, It's—it's it's very much Dr. Ian Malcolm, you know, uh, chaos mm. theory, where the universe wants to break free and create chaos. Oh, he's here. We go. It says chaos, mm. <laughs> and, and she goes. That's why she's the goddess of mich- mischief, you know. And it's like okay, so. It's just like, um, it, I imagine like the three stooges, you know, Curly's trying to plug up a pipe and he, and, you know, he puts like bubble gum on something, right. And stops it here. Another hole springs out, you know, another, another, you know, water springs out somewhere else and then somewhere else. And next thing you know, there's water all over the place because you keep on trying to plug the holes and doing things your way, but you can't contain the force, you know, the force, the power, the, the, whatever's going on here, you know, yeah. and that's what's, what we're seeing is happening here. So. Sylvie goes off, and she hides, you know? She explains that she hid. She kept hiding. She found out they couldn't find her in apocalypses, apocalypses, whatever, and um, decided to just go in hiding. Um, and they have this little thing where they're going back and forth. It's like, you know, I feel like we're just Lokis. Or, that's the thing about being a Loki. We're just destined to lose. He goes, yeah, we might lose, sometimes painfully, but we don't die. Very important. Well, I mean, I— very yes, important very line important. for later. <laughs> right. And hmm, I, I want to say it now because I've wanted to say it for a long time, but I guess we'll get into it later. Just go well, he, ahead, man. We're already,
1: talk- we're already way off track anyways. You yeah. might as well just go ahead so, and say what you have to say.
0: Pruning. Pruning right off the bat. The first time we saw them prune a guy, right, was when the guy kept asking questions and um, didn't take a ticket. He goes, I kept trying to get a ticket. That guy wouldn't give yeah, me a yeah. ticket. Yeah. <laughs> And they just went ahead and pruned him. Like, they just, psh, gone. I was like, that doesn't kill him, does it? Because it just, it seemed very harsh. Hmm. They just went ahead and killed the guy. And the way we saw pruning later on, it just kept happening and happening. And I'm like, you know, they're just killing people like it's nothing here. And But the funny thing is, after the third episode or so, or we'll say, yeah, after the third episode, I, I stopped thinking about that and said, okay, pruning is killing all right, whatever. And then, as soon as soon as I f- gave in and said, "Okay, pruning must be killing," it's not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> which we get, which 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 we get here in the end credit scene. Not um, at all. Not and not, it just not not and it killing at all. Um, no. So, but the thing is, I spent the entire time saying I don't think it's it's that, and then I finally let my guard down and bought into it and realized I was right in the first place. But I uh, I gave up and said I was wrong. <laughs> That's the big thing about that, and and I don't know if I like it, but we'll get there. That's, that's why I wanted to wait anyway, but the whole point is he, he's, like, talking her up, saying, you ran rings around them. You're amazing. They hold hands. It creates this huge spike in the timeline that just keeps on going up and up and up and up, yeah. and that's how they found them and captured them back. I'm like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. That makes tons of sense. That's how they would get off there. They had to do something that was going to get their attention, some kind of, you know, red flag, you know, flare in the air and it worked. Okay, it it get, yes, it works. And yes,
1: it kind of makes sense, but it also doesn't make sense because it's ignoring its own logic regarding being inside of an apocalyptic event. Right. Why would it but, matter? They're about mm. like okay, if they leave them alone, if they don't even bother to go get them, they would die.
0: Right. Like, oh, like, 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 like,
1: the, the growing, di- like, the, these two planets are about to collide. Everything is going to be vaporized. There's going to be no mm. more Sylvie. There's going to be no more Loki. So, why even bother right. going to get them?
0: Why, why even well, I th- just, I, just, you know, you know what I think it is? I think it just, it's just, it's just, it's a paradox. I think at this point, we're thinking paradox is the two of them, if the, the okay, so you shouldn't see your other self. That's always the paradox, you know, thing that we talk about. You know mm-hmm. you should never come face to face with your own self, and that's that's been in all different time travel stuff. It would create a paradox that would paradox that would make the universe, you know, implode or something, right? Now, you've got two Lokis that are interacting with each other, two of the same being just on different planes or timelines or whatever, interacting with each other. That alone should be a paradox. However, they're interacting, and the way that he's interacting is a lot more intentional than just, like, bumping into each other and then moving on. So that's what made me think, like, this was not just a matter of, like, oh, we can't see that. That's a paradox that could, like, do something huge, you know, like shatter whatever it is the TVA is doing, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. So I think that that's how I looked at it, and I had to be like, okay. Like, it doesn't make sense. It may eventually make sense because they still have two more episodes. But that's why I was like, I'll allow it. It doesn't make sense based on what we know right now, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot that we don't know yet, so that's kind of why I why I forgave it. Meh. Anyway, man, eh, I know. <laughs> Meh. Meh. So B fifteen, Hunt, Hunter B fifteen. She's still pretty shell shocked, and you can tell that she's shell shocked here. Like every time you see her in this episode, she's off. And the last time we really saw her was when she, you know, she, she got whammyed. By uh, by Sylvie at the at the grocery store at the grocery store, and she just yeah seemed pretty off after that because she started seeing things which we eventually get. I wish we anyway. got to see
1: a little bit of it.
0: Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, I think what we did see is we saw C20 and that's how they said, okay, we'll In give her bar. C20. We don't have to give them everybody. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was enough of, of a, of a memory and her like being part of the memory. It was a very cool scene. Very well done. You yeah. know, where suddenly it just changes to nighttime. Like, wait, I, I know this place, but I don't know you. It's like, whoa, that's so cool. You know, the manipulation there. Um, well, we get to this whole thing where Loki's like ready to tell everybody, Hey, you know, especially, um. Especially Mobius Like you can tell that he did He does have An appreciation And and he does care about Mobius You know They did get along They worked well together He enjoyed that Yes And he's trying to say He's like you know You're being a jerk And that's what they think he came to, He's like you know You're a bad friend It's like oh okay Like they actually did Appreciate each other's company You know mm-hmm. Um. But he comes back With this TVA's lying to you And they send him Into a time cell Now <laughs> This is actually pretty funny And I really did enjoy it he goes in there, he sees he's on Asgard, and then Sif comes out, this girl that he like, he cut her hair off when she was sleeping, and it's just this timeline, or time loop of her coming out going, you conniving, craving, pathetic worm, yeah, you, and you'll always be alone, and you'll always deserve it, you know, and then she, like, punches him, and she knees him in the groin, and punches him again, you know, and, and then walks off, and he's just like, oh, yeah, that was... That was ridiculous. But I remember what I did. I went back and took a nice bath, had some wine, had a great night. And then she comes back out again. He goes, oh, no. (laughs) And then you realize it's just a loop. It's going to keep on doing this to him. It's it's a great idea for, like, a prison. Well, that's what people – I mean, a lot of people would look at it like – so Bill and Ted's bogus journey. um, I know we're jumping there. But they go to hell, right? They get sent down to hell. And when they're down there, they – They're basically, it's their own personal hell, you know. It's not just, you know, just like, oh, you're in hell, there's fires and this, like this. Like, no, it's your own personal hell using your memories, and you're stuck in this loop of being attacked by whatever. So, one of them is, um, the guy is getting chased by a drill sergeant because his father always, you know, threatened to send him off to a military academy. The other one is is like this evil easter bunny coming to kill him i don't know and then the other one is like he he had to kiss his grandma for her birthday and she had a big like mustache and it was creepy it's like but it was like it was really done with that german expressionism like type of style so it was really like beetlejuice like right but anyway the point is they're stuck in this this personal hell and that's kind of what this was was they had a time loop of just something that was a bad experience for him even if it was just a 5 minute loop and it's just him him in his own personal real time, like body, repeatedly getting kneed and punched. <laughs> it's like that's that really stinks. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> like, that's horrible. That's so bad. That's so bad. Um. Anyway, she comes around and as she's going back through it again well whatever I mean we'll kind of jump back and forth because it does kind of jump while while he's still in there Mobius is is trying to talk to Renslayer and he's like listen can I go in and in interview her she goes no nope, absolutely not you're go- not going anywhere near her and that makes perfect sense especially by the end you understand that she knows exactly what's going on and she doesn't want anybody to, to realize what's really going on she knows that everybody is a variant mm. she knows that she knows and, and so V15, she's over there like, you know, what did Loki say to you? He goes, oh, I said the TVA's lying. And she goes, huh, okay. And that sits with her, and, she, and she, she gets it. She clearly understands. She goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. So she's trying to be sneaky about it so she's not getting in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And we go back over to Loki, right, who he's on the ground again. She comes in, and he just he just begs. He's like, listen, I'm a horrible person. I thought it would be funny. It's not. I crave attention because I'm a narcissist, and I'm scared of being alone. She's just like, wow. Helps him up. She, and she's like, you are alone, and you always will be. So she didn't punch him this time. But still, like, there's only so much he could do. I mean, I did skip the part where he said, hey, I'm in a time loop, and you can help me escape. And she, like, stops and looks at him, and then she just punches him anyway. But... Yeah, the whole point is like he's trying to buy himself some time, but it's back on a loop again. So it's like no matter what he says this time, it's like 51st dates. He has to do it again to not get punched, you know? But it was great to see him again. He's just getting down to the point where he's this Loki character is really breaking down. And, you know, we've seen it already in the first episode where he kind of admitted these things as well, you know? But, you know, it's the illusion, the illusion of power because of how he acts. But here he's just like, I'm afraid of being alone. And it's just, this is the way that I get around. I'm a narcissist. Okay. So this show is taking a character that we've known to be, um, do we like him? Do we not like him? I don't really know, right? And Who? here we're starting to finally have sympathy for his character. Like finally, like we get it. We're getting it now. Um, so if this, if this show does nothing but that, that's awesome. You know, we're, we're getting a different side of the character and seeing what's going on in his head. Who Loki? Um,
1: yeah. Um,
0: I wouldn't say that. I mean, we, I mean,
1: we've always we've always kind of well, I've always kind of liked Loki the character. Like we know he's not, and even you know a couple of episodes where there was that whole line about nobody's fully bad, nobody's fully good. I mean, that's been Loki right. to a T since the beginning. <laughs> It's not. Right, it's, true. it's not anything that we don't know. And you know, being the whole mischief thing and cutting off somebody's hair, like it's something that I would absolutely expect from his character. That did not really. Oh. This this really didn't sway me one way or another of how I felt about Loki as a whole. I've always I've always thoroughly enjoyed his character through and through. So I I mean, this isn't. <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't sway my opinion about him
0: one way or the other. No, we we knew him. We got it but he's admitting it now. To have somebody admit their fault and admit why they do things, that's a huge jump for a character. So that's why I'm saying this show is doing that for him. It's getting him um humble. It's it's yeah. He's finally showing some humility.
1: I feel like he's once. done that before. I feel like
0: mm, I feel, feel like he's had
1: I feel like he's had moments like this before, you know, especially when um especially, you know, right when his before died. when his mother died as one um when his father died as another one and especially like right mm-hmm. before he was killed by thanos so he's had these moments of clarity you know and humility before this this isn't this isn't new i don't feel like this is new
0: well, before, but, well when thanos killed him he wasn't humble at all he was he was lying to him <laughs> he i pledge my my undying you know Allegiance to you or whatever. He sacrificed himself he
1: sacrificed himself right. in an
0: attempt to save his brother. That's not I know. I know, but that's not humility. That's him doing something because he he knows he needs to do it. There's a uh, there's a difference. You no, know, he's being vulnerable for once. She wasn't just... acting
1: he wasn't acting in his own selfish interest though. He was
0: Right. I never said he was. I feel like that I feel like that's a big jump for the character as well though. Oh no, it's huge. It it was massive. Massive, and that's what made his death so sad. You know that, and the eyeballs popping out of his head. But you know, anyway, um, what's his face? Mobius pulls Loki out, right? And he's trying to get information. What's what's um what caused that spike? You know, what was the was it the Nexus event? He's like, I'm not going to tell you, so you can just prune me afterwards. It's not worth it. So they kind of go back and forth, and they both lie to each other. You know, finally Loki's like, Fine, I'll give you some information. Uh, yeah. You know, I, we bumped into each other in Asgard years ago. We came up with this whole plan. Yeah, she's just a pawn. It's all part stupid, of the plan. Whole thing. Yeah, and it's but it's like it's so obvious, and Mobius knows it's obviously yeah. fake too. And it's just like okay, like whatever. So Mobius starts saying like, "Oh yeah, she's been pruned. You can thank Hunter B fifteen for that." And then you just see him like, "Wait, what?" Like very obviously, "Wait, what?" Like I care. Um... And that's when he... Like, Mobius just goes off on Loki. You're so narcissistic. You actually like her. You're going to form some sick, twisted, romantic relationship. What a seismic narcissist. Really? You felt you fell for yourself. And it's, it's interesting because Mobius... Like, he can be a real jerk. Some of the stuff that he's said to Loki... Like, because we're on the Loki side, right? Like, we're like, oh, man. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. But then again... He's been played by so many people, exactly. so many variants
1: in the past. Exactly. So he's I, like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on you know, Mo- yeah. Mobius' side in this, because mm-hmm. only because he has been played by Loki a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a four episodes, oh, yeah. and I can count what one, two, three, at least three times <laughs> yeah. that Loki has kind of, you know, played him for a fool. So I kind of feel like, oh, okay, yeah. this kind of, this kind of harsh punishment right now, this tough love, you know, spiel that Mobius is going on, it, it, he, Loki has it coming. I don't feel bad
0: for him at all. Yeah, no, not at all, but it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting the way that he's, that they're interacting. Like, he doesn't hold back. No, not at all. Um, but the whole point is, that, again, he's like, I'm not lying this time, you're all variants, they kidnapped you from the timeline and erased your memories, and, you know, explains that like her enchantment basically brings the memories back. So I started thinking, like, maybe he was a jet ski salesman. Yeah, you know that's why he was talking about like a salesman. That would make total sense if he was he was in sales because that's clearly, why he would have that. Clearly that from the nineties.
1: <laughs> clearly a guy yes. that just got plucked out of the nineties and brought
0: to the TVA. Right, right. So I and I love that it does come back again the jet ski thing. But mm-hmm. anyway. Mobius goes to talk to Ravona. They're celebrating, and you know she she's like, "Oh, the Timekeepers want to meet you. They want you to be there to witness the pruning of these two. They want to see it like personally." Okay, Um, but he's just he's suspecting things by the way that everything has been, so the stuff that he's been hearing and everything's coming together he's a good detective yes even in the midst of all this stuff like he knows something is off about everything else and he's questioning his reality which we knew was going to happen since episode one um when he kept saying he's like oh i believe it's real because i believe it's real (laughs) great answer like (laughs) you have no proof here's the reality here so again he's asking why couldn't i interrogate sylvie And he explains who Sylvia is because (laughs) nobody knows. Ask again about C-20. You know, I mean, did they know about this? Like, how long after she came back was this happen before she died? And she's just avoiding everything. So he distracts her, switches the temp pads, and gets her temp pad, which apparently these temp pads are really cool. They're like PDAs. They they travel through time. You know, they do everything. Um, And again, I love the technology because it's like... It's modern technology with an like an old aesthetic, Mm -hmm. like '80s looking stuff. But the technology is like reality today. It's just it's the way that it looks. It's so cool. Um, But anyway, it 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 reminds me of old Game Boy color games. That's what the 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 screen on this reminded me of, or like an old um yeah like an old Game Boy game. Yeah, I had a, a a watch. (laughs) <laughs> I used to have this watch, it was Austin Powers, and it was and it had a screen like that that was all just like, you know, basically Game Boy. And, like, his face would come on there and say stupid catchphrases, but it looked like that. That's what it reminded me of. It would show scenes from the movie and everything on the watch. Oh, it's too bad I lost that watch. It was really cool. Anyway, um, as far as technology went for a kid's toy. So, we get this B-15. She goes and talks to Sylvie over at Roxcart. She shows her her life. And she just kind of comes, like, you know, what did you do to me? What's happening? You know, you're, you're a variant. I know I had a life before these were memories. She shows her more memories. Okay. And she just straight up, she goes, I looked happy. All right, what now? So she's completely on Sylvie's side now, now that she understands what's going on and it's all been lies forever. What do we do? So I'm glad we have that. It's good to have some more people on our side, right? And that's when Mobius finds a C20 file. Basically, the whole conversation. And when she starts saying, you know, we're all variants, every single one of us. And we've been erased and we've been brought here and kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. Renslayer just ends it. She goes, nope, shuts the video off. And you see her like peek into the into the camera. She's shutting it off. And OK. So. um, All right. Now, Mobius approaches Loki. You want to take it from here? do I why would I why would I take it from here you're doing a great job right I now know, man. Just, i just it's, i know i just i feel like i'm blowing through so much but it's you're not you're really you're, not much you're to really, you're really not. i feel stuff. like i feel like so, a lot of
1: the a lot of the things um, that i wanted to say about like, this episode were said he goes
0: over the, there and he just says okay we're going to break him out so he goes over to talk to loki He's like you know do you think do you really deserve or think you don't deserve love because that was the big thing is she kept saying nobody ever loves you and you'll never deserve it right and he's like do you really believe that no um Again, my thought was what happened to Casey. Where's Casey been this whole time? I thought Casey was a character that was really going to stick. Hmm. So I thought Casey was a character that was really going to stick. Um, so it was surprising that he didn't. But anyway, um, you can, it, the whole point that he gets here is Mobius looks at him and, and says to him, he's like, dude, you can be whatever you want to be, even someone good, which is a callback to obviously what was just going on in his time loop and the question about you know, nobody's either all good or all bad, you know. Um, so there we are. Hmm. Hmm. So, Renslayer's clearly onto Mobius because as soon as they get out of that time cell, she's standing there with all the guards. And it's it's funny because he's just like, oh, hey, look. I, I'm like, oh, that's my tempette. You know, I, I realized this was yours. I thought, I, I, I didn't realize I picked up the wrong one. <laughs> and then she's just like, and and, and he just knows that she's. Onto him. He's yeah. like, yeah, I can't fake this anymore. So he just goes, You know where I would go? <laughs> um, I'd go wherever it is. Because they were asking early, like, Where would you go anywhere in the world? You know, it's like, I'd go wherever it is I'm really from. Maybe I had a jet ski.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm surprised and, that he actually thought that, you know, playing it off, like, Oops, I grabbed the wrong time pad. I'm, surprised that he thought that this was actually going to work. Like, she's standing there with, at like, three. Point. Oh, at that point, She's standing yeah. there it with, like, four or like five guards, like, around her. Like, the, the jig is up. And he's still trying to kind of, you know, play it off a little bit. I'm surprised that he even went that road. Like, immediately I would have just been like, all right, I'm caught. And I would have went well, you know into, what? hey, he probably, you know where I he would probably go? probably
0: had a game plan. He probably had a game plan for how he was going to play it off when he saw her next. Um, and he was just running with it. But then, you know, reality really sunk in because he was—he was—he was going on autopilot at that point. Oh, hey, look, it's you. Blah blah blah. There's this, you know. And but as he's saying these words, the reality setting in. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna mess with whatever. It's it's done. It's done. It's over. So, I'm not surprised. That's how he did it. Because knowing him and knowing how he knows how things go around there, he he must have come up with a game plan and a, and a, an excuse to say later on. Well, it didn't work it a couple of times. No, it didn't. He didn't think that she was going to show up right there as soon as he walked out. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have he come out somewhere else. Yeah. But anyway, um, he's gone. They prune him. He's probably in a jet ski somewhere. Um, so then they, they ask her about where's B-15. Oh, she did this. Oh, okay. Well, she's compromised as well. Put out an alert for her. Right. So now they're on their way up to the timekeeper. So we, we've got Mobius is gone, but B-15 is somewhere on the loose. Okay, good to know. Um they're on the way to the timekeepers, you know, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. And then finally as they're going up the elevator, Sylvie stops and asks Renslayer. Um and this was this was really interesting and I liked I liked that they did it because it was it was very well put together, Where she's just like, "Well, you know, you, you know, all those years have gone by after this, you know, you tried to catch me. You know, what was my Nexus event? It must have been something amazing." And she's like, you know, I don't even know. I have no idea. And you, and that's when you finally get a real sense of who Renslayer is. Exactly. This you know? is this is this is, is just another just part like, of the episode. And I said this cold. earlier.
1: I really didn't enjoy this all that much because she just becomes a mustache-twirling villain at, at this point, like the smile and oh, I I really don't remember. Like really, like this is you don't have an answer hmm. here. I didn't enjoy I, that one bit. I thought that that was stupid. I, I, I thought that did. the dialogue because here it, it was super gives us... clunky.
0: Didn't fit. <laughs> it was just like, what's the- I didn't think it was too bad because, again, we're, we're seeing, like you said earlier, the jig is up. You know, at this point, we see what's going on. And even if she's not the mastermind, you know, the the mustache-twirling villain, the thing is, she is part of something else that we don't fully understand. And we're going to get to it now that we have two more episodes now, and Sophie's got her. But I thought it was great because you're seeing the, the disdain that these timekeeper, Minutemen, whatever they are, people have for these quote unquote variants, you know. It we don't really understand what it is like. They're doing their job, they're doing the job, but you see that she likes it. You know? That she enjoys grabbing these people because she thinks that they're below her.
1: Well, maybe, I mean, it, there's nothing to suggest that she's not a variant herself. I mean, we see her at the beginning of True. this episode and she was just, you know, a regular, you know, agent, you know, out there in the field grabbing <laughs> grabbing other variants. So that could mm-hmm. be a possibility, but something must have happened along the way to, like, kind of turn her, like, ooh, we really are doing a good job, and what? This is what's really going on. Oh, I'm all on board. So mm-hmm. it's... Mm-hmm. it's it's definitely one of those things. But no, this whole scene, yeah. this whole scene with them in the elevator and how I don't know why I'm so fixated on <clears throat> excuse me, on on her and her dialogue and the way that she just smiled and the way that she's very cold and calculated in this moment. It just it mm. was a very sudden and jarring turn that happened that wasn't wow. Okay. All right. You yeah. know what? Yeah. Hopefully, in the last two episodes, we'll get a little bit more. I mean, the way that this entire, you know, scenario ends with, oh, you're going to tell me everything. Like, I'm really hoping that that comes to fruition. Yeah. I Tell me everything, right. because I want to know everything. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And and I think the one thing that's surprising about this now, I'm watching two shows right now simultaneously. So, Chuck and I are doing the shows, and you and I are doing Loki. And there are eight episodes in The Chosen season, six episodes of Loki. Now, the eighth episode of The Chosen has not released yet. They've actually been, as they edit them, they've been releasing them as they're finished editing. So it hasn't been like a regular schedule. It's just like, hey, when it comes out, it comes out. We had one week where they gave us two in a row. You're like, hey, these are done. And then it took like three weeks to see the next episode, you know. Mm. But um, the way this is going for me, it's like I'm so confused. I'm like, I feel like there's been so much in this show. It doesn't seem like it's only been four episodes. Mm. I feel like I I feel like we've been further because it's been such a meaty show. Yes. So, with us having two episodes left, although it's sad that it's only two episodes left, I'm pretty sure I'm confident enough to to believe that they're gonna do a great job with these last two episodes in order to fill in the rest. Mm. You know, I'm pretty confident that they're they're gonna be able to fit in a lot. You know, the cool thing about this too is like, so we come from. You know, back in the day, uh, TV shows for us were like 22 minutes long, maybe, right? And then as we grew up, some of the shows started getting more serious, you know, started having like these big TV dramas and whatnot, like The Sopranos, that kind of birthed like all these things we watch nowadays, and they became like hour-long episodes. So now that we're watching this, and these episodes are like 45 to 50 minutes— it's like, yeah, they can fit a lot of stuff in there. Think about a movie, a movie itself, you know, movies at one point, the, the Runtown on average was like a min, an hour 20, you know? Yeah. And now you got movies, that, you know, I mean, I'm not talking anything like like the Snyder Cut, obviously, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then movies like, you know, Lord of the Rings where it's like, oh, these movies are two hours long. Seriously, we used to roll our eyes when we heard a movie was two hours long. Now, if we, it's basically equivalent to a three-hour movie. You know, we've gotten so used to movies being these big, grand things where like millions and millions of dollars are pumped into it. You know, it's it's insane how how much goes into movies now, we, and we we just sit there and, and watch them and watch them. It takes up so much more time, but they're filling in some pretty big stories. So here, my point is, the episodes are fairly long, and there's six of them. So if we were to take this down to something we would have watched years ago, and they were only half-hour episodes. You know, we're getting a good twelve episodes. Half okay, okay. You're talking about half hour plus commercials. Like I think that's important to. Well, that's, to said, interject so said, here, that's why I said. That's why I said like 20, 22 minutes. Yeah. Right. Whatever. But that's the thing is we're not dealing with commercials and no. You know we're str- we're straight fifty minutes. So. Anyway. At the same
1: time, though, um, at, at, at the same time, something else too, too important to note. I don't think this television show or WandaVision or, you know, Bucky, Bucky or Falcon and Winter Soldier, Bucky. I don't think they would be as impactful if we did not have the back catalog of the MCU kind of, oh, you know, well, of course. It, 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 the, like the barrier to entry to be a fan of the MCU right now is massive we're just we're lucky oh, yeah. enough that we've been with it since the beginning and we're right uh, we're right. bringing all of that history with us to these shows right now so what makes it much more important if we were just jumping There's into somebody... this if we were just jumping into this like out of nowhere like we didn't have you know the knowledge and the history that we do from the past what 12 years at this point right would this be as grandiose as it is i don't think it would mm-hmm. be I think it would no, be no. I think it would be very lackluster. So,
0: yeah. That's also See, I was that's also very important with to somebody consider. recently. They were just somebody I was just tra- talking to recently just mentioned that they're they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm watching some of the MCU MCU movies." I'm like, "Oh, cool." He's like, "Yeah, I saw Endgame." So, I was, you know, I wanted to watch these ones and this one to fill it. I'm like, oh, "Wait, you saw Endgame before you watched the other movies? What's wrong with that's you?" That's crazy.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know why but, you would do that. Now,
0: So, here's my thing. I'm very, I guess, when it comes to series, like movie series, I'm very OCD about it, you know? But a movie like, for example, like Short Circuit 2, you know, like, eh, it's short circuit. Like, eh, whatever. You know, that's not a big deal if you didn't see the first short circuit, you know? And, And that is true for, actually, I think that movie, I did watch the second one first. You know, it was on TV when we got cable, and then, you know... Next thing you know, I'm like, oh, let me see if I can find the original, and then did that. But something like this, you know, where people are, like, ranting and raving about how this is, like, the culmination of 10 years of movies, you know, all to to this one thing, and you're going to go watch that one first and not any of the other ones? I don't know how you do that. What? Why? I have no idea how you would do that. You would be lost. I I don't even. I don't even know. Like, okay, fine. If you
1: don't like one or two movies out of out of the the whole saga, you know, fine. Mm -hmm. But and and you can certainly skip. Like, I feel like there are certain movies you can skip. You can skip the Incredible Hulk. You can skip, you know, Dark World. You you don't
0: need to watch those films. But to bare bare minimum, bare minimum, you'd have to at least watch Infinity War. Bare minimum. And even then, you'll still have a ton of questions, but at least it wouldn't be watching Endgame and having no idea what's going on. Bare
1: minimum, I would say you would have to watch. You know, all I mean, th-
0: you could totally if you weren't like a, a big movie fan. The thing is, you and I are movie fans. We love movies. We love talking about them. We love going to see them, you know, and, and we, we love a lot about just the art of filmmaking. Now, there are lots of other people who aren't like us. That just like they're like oh yeah that was entertaining. That's how they look at things, you know. They don't they don't discuss. They just they watch it and then they move on with their lives. We don't have lives like that. <laughs> so, um, I I think for somebody like that watching it in passing, yeah, it really would have helped. Like they could totally get by just watching Infinity War and Endgame. That hurts me to say it because I don't believe that. But for the for the super casual moviegoer, eh. Yeah, you'd, you you could get by. Yeah, I guess so. You could get by. But I guess But the, the so. thing is, he didn't. And I was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, when are you coming over so we can watch, like, all 30 of these movies? Yeah, okay.
1: That's why <laughs> so. I say, like, the barrier to entry is massive.
0: Yeah. Well, the barrier so to entry is massive. For those who don't know, but the idea was to watch all the Marvel movies in a row. Um, and it was going to be, a th- like, a three-day journey. Um, it was actually... We did the um, math. More than that? I, I, we, we did the math, and it was, it was like, not <laughs> going to happen. happen? This, this, was before, this was before everything else came out. Like, this was before Endgame. Like, we were getting ready for Endgame, I think. Like, Infinity War was the last one that was out at that point. So, there was no Ant-Man and the Wasp or uh, uh, Captain Marvel, right? right? I don't know. So, yeah. Um, we were still, like, we still, it was just way too much. We ended up switching over to Star Wars theater release, like the major release movies. We didn't do the Ewok adventures or <laughs> anything like that. No. But we watched um, all the major releases, you know, from episode one. You wanted one. to. We watched them all chronologically. I know. You wanted but it to was do, like, like, you wanted to do the Ewok the, adventures. You wanted to do the Christmas special. I think you wanted to do,
1: like, a cartoon or something. And I just, no, I No, it's, it's a down.
0: holiday special. They don't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate Life Day. Whatever. Right? You wanted so. to watch
1: everything. And I immediately <laughs> shot those down, said, no, we're, I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah well, you wouldn't even take time off from work, so we had a very it was it was a challenging situation. We had like four hours of sleep maybe at night just to you know be prepared and yeah we we had we started the whole thing off with a with a bang you you i think you fell asleep before uh you fell asleep right after we started episode two, so we didn't get too far but anyway. Long story short, we do stuff like that, and it's—yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to watch if you want to watch things that are going to make total sense. But the cool thing is when you do a marathon like that, it really helps you fill in the gaps because all those little tiny details are really fresh in your mind still. So when we watch Star Wars, I can't—I don't have the list in front of me, but all the cool things I noticed I didn't notice before, you know, you can start seeing the connections, you know, for little tiny details that they thought of. And I'm pretty sure— Doing the MCU, because those movies are more, more, more current and they have, I'll, maybe I'll say, less um, mistakes or inconsistencies than some of the older films, um, we could pick up a lot more if we watch them all the way through. So generally mm. when a new one comes out, it's always good. Like people are like, oh yeah, I'm watching all the Infinity War movies, the, the, the whole Infinity Gauntlet saga. I'm like, yeah, well, have fun with that. I'm like, I would just do like, you know, the, the la- like, so say, say it's an Avengers movie. I'm like, let's just do the Avengers movies. You know, we know the stuff that fills in the middle, but let's just watch Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War. Okay, now we can watch Endgame. Like, we, that would make sense.
1: You and I but. have actually had a conversation about that, where if we were to ever do something like that, we would break it up. We would do, we did do that. We would, no, if we were ever to do something like that, we would break everything up in chunks. So, the... The Iron Man trilogy would be a chunk that we would do like on right. its own. Like we've actually had conversations mm-hmm. about that, and I actually think that's right. more of a of a decent way to go if you're going to, you know, go after the MCU or even do it in phases, like do a
0: phase a month,
1: <laughs> like do do something yeah, like that. See, because I, I would ag-
0: I would agree with you. However, um, there are the movies that are just not titled properly, like Captain America: Civil War. It's an Avengers movie. It's not a Captain America movie.
1: <laughs> now you're like, getting into just, semantics,
0: right? But but that's, that's kind of how it is. I mean, it's kind of why I said clearly... kind of why I said phases. <laughs>
1: like like go by the phase right, right. of you know. And phase would make sense. Thankfully, that's kind of out there for you to like look at. But anyways, so yeah. back to uh, back to this episode. I believe that we oh, are. Awesome. Um,
0: I believe that we are in front of the timekeepers now. Yeah, so, okay. well, she's she's pretty shattered that what's-her-face doesn't remember her, and then we go back to the Zool room, so they're back in there, you the timekeepers, and right off the bat, I'm going, their voices are not, their their voices are distant, it's like when you go to Chuck E. Cheese, or, like, I don't know if they still do, they probably don't do it anymore, but they had the animatronic band and the sound was clearly coming from somewhere else and not anything like that. Like how do people buy this? It wasn't even like, just that. Like. It was
1: it was that on top of like a ton of reverb that was put right <laughs> that was put over the I right. had to turn this I had to turn the subtitles on because I couldn't understand what it is that they were saying. And
0: Yeah. It was just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was and it was very, very obvious. And that's why I was like, eh. Anyway. They sounded so distant, it was super obvious, and then B-15 shows up, time to fight. She throws in some, you know, machete thing that was Sylvie's. Um, they fight, they fight, they fight, 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 fight. And uh then we get a head chopped off, and they're all they all start laughing. They're just animatronics, of course. Yeah, very Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. So Loki comes over there at this point, and he goes up to Sylvie, and he's talking to her. And he says, "We'll do this. We can do anything. We can make anything happen." And then he goes in for like he basically goes in for a kiss, kinda. You know, yeah. He's trying to talk to her, and as you mentioned, it's like she's just like, "What? What are you trying to say to me?" Like she, she clearly is, doesn't feel the same way he she's does. She's so lost. She's so lost. <laughs> it's so that's that's so, why I
1: made that's why I made the reference to to the Fifth Element because it, it was almost kind of like the same thing was kind of going on. And and the only reason why I brought up that is because we recently discussed it. But it was, mm-hmm.
0: this was awkward. And <laughs> this was so oh, yeah. Super awkward, awkward to watch. So awkward. So. So as he's going in and he's got her by her shoulders, he gets pruned from behind. Yep. That sounds weird. But anyway, so uh, Renslayer's there, prunes him. And I was like, what? So then she, you know, Sylvie fights back, you know, go ahead and do it. Um, She's like, no, I'm not going to kill you. You're going to tell me everything. Now, that's why it it comes down to, like, they just did it. Now, here's something really, really interesting. And you probably disagree with me, but it's fine. Loki gets pruned. Now, again, I always thought the pruning seemed off and, like, odd. Like, this isn't really killing them. They're going somewhere. Or something else is happening to them. They're suspended or invisible or something goofy, you know? Like, whatever it is. Um, And... After a few episodes, I finally stopped thinking that way and said, okay, it's really pruning. because They still haven't said anything about it, right? So when he got pruned here, I was like, whoa, I didn't expect it. He's gone. And again, you might disagree. I was totally fine with her being, you know, the person we follow for the rest of the series.
1: I knew something was up with the pruning when Mobius got pruned. Okay. Yeah. There's no way. There's there. There's no way that's the end of his story. That was my kind of. Okay. There's the, the, there's something more going on with the whole pruning thing because I I I didn't believe it. I didn't believe yeah. it. There's still there's still a little bit more for him to do. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: and and I especially mean, especially when you take into consideration that Marvel really doesn't know how to kill characters <laughs> i mean you you, <laughs> you, you kind of have to you know you kind of have to think about that like they always find a way to bring characters back whether it's mm-hmm. a prequel or it's just we're going to rewrite history and now we have all mm-hmm. of these time devices that act as kind of a macguffin and and it's an excuse for uh-huh. marvel to do whatever they want at this point moving forward when Mobius got pruned, it was it was the nail in the coffin for me. Like the the whole pruning thing. It's yeah. it's, it's at this point for me, it's minute. It's it's wherever right. wherever these people are being sent to, there mm. th- there's gonna be a way for them a way for them to come back. I don't know where that right, place right. is. I mean, the, the the only thing that I can think of is like a um like a like a limbo, like purgatory, or you know something along those right. lines. But we'll hopefully we will
0: find out. So, yeah, we're, we're, my, my whole thing was, because I didn't buy into it, and then I did buy into it, at that moment, when I saw him die, I was kind of like, oh, and you see her still standing there, she goes, you're going to tell me everything? I'm like, okay, he might not be gone, but he might be gone. And I'm, But I was, I was actually really excited because, I, so years ago, I was 11 years old, and I made my first movie. With my cousins, and it was horrible. It was a horror movie. It was so bad, and the idea was, we made two actually. We made a sequel because the first one was so quick. It was like five minutes, <laughs> so we made another one. It was like seven minutes. Um, that was supposed to be the sequel, and it was supposed to be a couple years later or something like that. And in that, I decided to, you know, you see horror movies. I always think of like uh, Sydney from Scream, or whatever, right? Mm. And she's always the main character. You know, she was always the main character leading up until they did the last one a few years ago. Um, She was the main character. She always survived. So I thought it would be interesting and throw people off if the main character died in the second movie Hmm. instead and somebody else took over like afterwards. I'm like, ooh. so I'm like, because you don't really see that you get you get connected to a character. You know, you don't want to see them go. And then you don't. So the fact that they were doing this, and it's like we already lost Loki once. He's been introduced here. They introduced a new, a new character, a new Loki character. This could be how they do it, and something interesting might come from it. I was kind of like, you know what, I'm okay if that's how they did this. I was kind of blown away, and and if that was going to be the case. So, after all this happens, you know, um, I, I just thought it would have been a great twist that none of us would have expected. Right. Like actually kill off Loki again so quickly. And then it's like, but they didn't kill off Loki because here's another Loki. It's just a different version of Loki. You know, we're going to watch this a- actress now take over. And I wouldn't have been surprised too much because of how they're doing that with characters. You know, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Who. You know, they're taking all these normally male roles and they're giving them to females and switching things over to, to advance the story, story further and change things up. So I wouldn't have been surprised if they did it that way. And I would have been OK with it, I think. Um, but. Then we get the after-credits scene, right? Loki wakes up. Where am I? Am I dead? Not yet, but you will be unless you come with us. And he looks up. Okay. And. <sighs> All right. So Richard Grant is there. Yep. Which I thought was funny. Um, and he, he's like a comic book Loki. Very sixties. Um, Very sixties. Yeah. And then you've got. It basically, it looked like the same um, costume that the Vision was wearing on the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just like really goofy. Like, okay, that's interesting. Um, then you've got a kid Loki, a Komodo dragon Loki, and a big <laughs> bald black Loki with a hammer. Um, there, I, so I thought he was like a combination of Thor and Loki because he had uh, a hammer. Uh, of I don't course. Know. Of
1: course it is. There's the, it's, it's a Loki standing there with a hammer.
0: Right. Right. So it's it's almost as if he was the only child type situation and kind of. Yes. Uh yes. It, 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 there's a lot. There's a lot. So what is going on, I don't know. Um but clearly These are the, these you know, must
1: be the Lokis that have been pruned. Right. Exactly. That's that's that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's the, all the first place it. my mind went all these Loki's have been pruned and now they're in this mm-hmm. place. We don't know where they are. That's why I said right. Limbo, Purgatory, whatever. I, th- th- those are the only two, you know, names that I can come up with. The The thing that I'm, the thing that I was fixed on is this one Loki with a hammer. Because I was like, that's right. very, that's a very specific choice to give a Loki a hammer. It's not near, but it's, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, Sure, let's let's and the Komodo dragon Loki is definitely interesting. Yep. So right, mm. I, I hmm. these last two episodes are going to be very interesting.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Now um, going to what you so, said
1: about you being perfectly yeah. fine with moving forward with Lady Loki being kind of mm. kind of the main. Right. I would be fine with that as well. I'll go a step further. Okay. I would be fine if. Tom Hiddleston Loki never gets out of this place in this series. Right. He's just right. there. Mhm. I would be fine with that. I would be perfectly fine with that. We can save that for later. <laughs> that's that would be interesting. That would be kind of that would be a very bold move for for Marvel to do something like that. Oh yeah, totally. I would be
0: very interested in seeing where that would go. So. I know. And I think that's the thing is like again, it goes back to we you and I need to be surprised. We need there to be a twist at this point. Yes. You know, because we're, we're expecting it. So if they did something like that, I wouldn't, I I would be satisfied. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if they did, but I would be satisfied. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. This episode, I think, was fantastic. There was so much to it. Same. Um I mean, so much, so much to it. I mean, we went through the plot points and just kind of blew through them. But the few big things that came out of it were big. Mm. And that's why I'm really excited about it. So... Um, so we're gonna, yeah, I just I can't wait until till we see what um what comes out of it now the next two episodes, and that's all I got to say about this. No, yeah, that's absolutely this. I I agree with you.
1: Um, aside from the little problems that I had with it, I thought this episode was fantastic as well. Um, and yeah, we're we're gonna barrel on forward. Two episodes left. I really two wish episodes. there was more than two episodes. I feel like there's a lot. There's a lot of story here. A lot of potential. There's a lot of story left to tell. And yep. how they... how they, I just feel like in six episodes, I feel like at some point you're going to rush. And I don't want that to be the case at all. I'm hoping that it's not. It just feels like... I don't know. Maybe that's just me being greedy and wanting more. But it, it, that is what it is. Aside from that, great episode. Great ending. Great, great way to twist the whole pruning thing at the end there. I thought that was really interesting and yeah, I'm done. Are we done?
0: Yeah, me too. We're done. Oh yeah. Okay. Alright, well thank you guys so much for listening in. I've got my kids upstairs who are really excited to go to a cookout so we're gonna gonna fly. right, man. Um, right. well we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one everybody. Have a good one.